like to just uh, thank everyone for being with us today virtually. Once again, it is quite different, but hopefully uh, the clinics will still be as um, helpful to you as they have been in the past. So I'm going to talk to you guys today a little bit about uh, some new developments in entomology. First off, I would like to just summarize some of the goals of this uh, presentation. So at the end of this session, you should be uh, aware of potential threat of spotted lanternfly, which is an invasive pest, and what you can do if you think you've seen one in Nebraska. Next, you'll be able to recognize the threat of soybean gall midge in Nebraska, and you'll be able to identify the feeding damage that's caused by this insect. You'll also be able to, um, you'll also understand the importance of insect resistance management for lepidopteran pests of corn and what the EPA proposed changes are and how they might impact corn production. And finally, you'll gain an understanding of the regulatory and production updates regarding the insecticide chlorpyrifos. So first off, I just wanna briefly summarize uh, in some information on spotted lanternfly. So this is an invasive plant hopper native to China, India, and Vietnam. It was first detected in the United States and Pennsylvania in, the, in September of 2014. And since then it has spread into the counties of several other states. If you look at this map, the counties that are blue are areas where there is current infestation. So this is an issue primarily in the Northeast and a little bit in the, the Eastern part with Ohio. And this image depicts an adult spotted lanternfly. So they're very striking insects. Uh, they're striking in their colors and in their markings. And they are pests of uh, fruit trees, ornamental and woody trees as well. So one thing I do want to make clear is that this pest has not been detected in Nebraska. However, it's a good idea for everyone to be aware of it because the USDA does consider Nebraska to have suitable habitat for the spotted lanternfly. And that includes our pine forests, our maple, oak, and sycamore trees. So in this map, you can see a potential distribution of spotted lanternfly in the United States. So the areas in orange uh, have high suitability uh, areas in yellow are moderate and those in green are low. So if you look at Nebraska, you can see it's really the southeastern part of the state that has the moderate or higher suitability for this insect. However, they could potentially um, be seen out this way as well. So how can you help? Number one would be to familiarize yourself with the life stages. What do they look like? If you're familiar with what they look like, it'll be easier for you to be able to spot them in case at some point they do make it out to this area of the country. So these images here show you what an egg mass, the nymphs and the adults uh, look like. And if you do think you've spotted this insect in Nebraska, you'll wanna contact your local extension office but you can also contact the Nebraska Department of Agriculture and the phone number is listed there. So with that, I'd like to move on to an, an actual pest we do have here in Nebraska, the soybean gall midge. 
So this is actually a native fly that has just recently become a pest of concern in soybeans in Nebraska. These images show the adult uh, fly. You can see that they're, they're very small, only two to three millimeters long. And the image on the right shows uh, the larvae on a soybean stem. Uh, those larvae are bright orange. So they're, they're very vivid up against the stem. You can see them. Although in their earlier stages, they are kind of a, a white pale color. So a little history of this pest in Nebraska. In 2011, they were found in isolated fields in the northeastern part of the state, primarily in just previously injured or diseased plants. By 2016, they were documented in east central Nebraska. Now for both of these cases, these were late season, low concern infestations. They're not a big concern. However, in 2018, there were widespread early infestations with significant injury. And it was identified as a new species in that year as well. This map gives you an idea of the, the counties where these infestations and this injury is occurring. So it's gradually moving westward. One thing to note about soybean gall midge, um, as I noted earlier, the adults are very small, only two to three millimeters. The, the larvae very small as well, and they're in the stem of the, of the soybean. So you're going to notice damage before you notice the insect itself. So these images are a, a very good representation of what damage from soybean gall midge looks like in soybeans. And you can see the damage to the stems, as well as this far right photo that shows a row of soybeans and what the damage looks like. Now, if you have um, additional questions on this insect or you'd like additional information, you can contact uh, Justin McMechan. He's kind of our specialist on soybean gall midge here in Nebraska. And his contact information is listed there. It'll also be on the slides that, that you are provided with. So next I'd like to move away from insects specifically and look at some regulatory updates. Um, first is the Lepidopteran BT resistance updates. So who is responsible for these updates? So it's an EPA led effort uh, there's a science advisory panel that provided recommendations to the EPA. They also received uh, feedback from stakeholders. What is it exactly? These are proposals to improve the current insect resistant management strategies, specifically for lepidopteran pests of Bt corn and cotton. And there's a focus on western bean cutworm, corn earworm, and fall armyworm. And why are they doing this? Um, there is a growing concern regarding BT resistance, and the EPA has also reported non-compliance from some producers on IRM strategies. So what are the updates? So this, uh, this slide is a little bit, uh, a little bit busy. It's, it's kind of a summary of all of the updates, but really what I want to do is draw your attention to these last four. So the first one, annual reporting. Um, this is a proposal to require unexpected injury notifications, as well as production records that include refuge seed amounts used, as well as total acres of insecticide sprayed that were targeting BT pests specifically. Now these uh, final three updates, you can see there's an asterisk next to those. 
those are still just ideas proposed by the EPA. They're not officially, um, they haven't officially made any, any decisions on these. They're still receiving uh, stakeholder feedback, but it's good for you to be aware of potential changes that may be coming. The first one is a single trait or non-functional pyramid phase down. So this is a phasing down of, of single trait corn products, as well as long-term phase down of the compromised pyramid corn and cotton products. These are these uh, pyramid products where, where one of the traits is no longer effective. So it's essentially no longer an effective pyramid. There's also the idea to increase the percentage of refuge seed and seed blends from 5% to 10%. And then finally, uh, some refuge compliance monitoring. So this could mean mandatory compliance visits or measures for non-compliance. Again, just keep in mind, these final three are just ideas proposed by the EPA. They're not officially, um, have not officially made decisions on that yet. So next is chlorpyrifos. So for anyone who may not be aware, chlorpyrifos is a broad spectrum organophosphate insecticide. And there are some risks uh, specifically um, with this uh, insecticide. Number one is there are, some, um, there are some scientific studies that show evidence of negative impacts to brain development in children uh, due to exposure. And it's highly toxic to non-target organisms, including fish, birds, and honeybees. So a little bit of regulatory history. In 2000, most homeowner uses of this insecticide were eliminated. In 2015, a ban was proposed, but it was later reversed. And from 2017 to 2019, there were several petitions to ban or to drastically reduce um, use of this insecticide and those were denied. So what do you need to know right now? What's going on right now? So Corteva is going to be ending their chlorpyrifos production this year and they produce cobalt and lorsban. So those are going to be um, discontinued this year. However, there will be generic chlorpyrifos products still available. Now, instead of actually banning this uh, insecticide completely, the EPA is currently accepting public comments on new risk mitigation proposals. And they're accepting these comments through February 5th, 2021. So if you would like, you can go to their website and you can um, also just give comments on this, on these proposals. So what are those proposed measures? Number one is label amendments to limit applications in relation to drinking water contamination. Also increase worker safety through additional PPE requirements and application restrictions to limit exposure. And finally is spray drift mitigation, which are measures to limit spray drift and in order to limit exposure to non-target organisms. So some take home points. I know it's kind of a lot of information, but luckily you, you guys will have the, uh, the slides. Uh, spotted lanternfly is an invasive pest of trees. It could potentially establish in Nebraska, but it's strictly um, restricted to the northeastern part of the country at this point. Soybean gall midge is a new pest of soybean in east and east central Nebraska. 
it's good to be aware of this insect as it appears to be slowly moving westward. Bt resistance in Lepidopteran pests of corn is a growing concern. And the EPA proposed insect resistant management uh, measures that could impact the way corn is produced, especially if some of those um, ideas that the EPA has end up going into official proposals. Chlorpyrifos uh, products, cobalt and lorisban, will be discontinued this year. And the proposed risk mitigation measures for chlorpyrifos can be reviewed and comments submitted through February 5th, 2021. And with that, I'd like to thank you for your attention.